What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Thought Podcast. Uh, my name is Damian Leva. This is episode 64. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Anthony Stevens. Um, this week actually had something exciting to talk about for once that wasn't Spider-Man. Yeah, and we do have some of that today, too. Yeah, and I, I wasn't even going to watch a... Oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and first off, how was your week, sir? Uh, my week, it's been a week, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> fucking guy. No, it was, it was all right. Um, not too busy. Not too slow, if that makes sense. <laughs> it didn't drag. Yeah, it didn't drag. Okay. It was, yeah, it was a week. Was it a good week? Because we, we, I asked you how your week was, and you say it was a week. Not it was a good week, not it was a bad week. It's more about the tempo of the week and the fact that it was a week. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, a little bit more elabor- elaboration. Is that, a, is that a word? Elab... Elab... Elabor... Elab... El- yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't sound right, but it does at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it was, it was all right. Nice. Um, yeah, it was a week. Didn't do nothing fun. No. Sore from working I out. I am sore from yesterday because I went harder on the abs than I usually do. Mm-hmm. We um, also did an extra round on each. Yeah, I also, I don't know, have you seen your shoulders? Have you looked at your shoulders? No. Are they fucked up? From the bar? Yeah. Probably. I haven't looked. Fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like both sides. I'd have to look. Both sides. Mm-hmm. Let's see. A little bit. Barely. Yeah. And then I got this. I don't know how I got that. I don't know. Um, there, there are a lot of sharp edges in that gym. So yeah. Anything so yeah, can happen. Yeah, it's, it's only good. How was your week? Um, Actually, it was really good. I, I, I was going to downplay it, but I have never been more excited about a week in my entire fucking yeah, life. Yeah, because you're, uh, you're done. Yes. I officially left my old job yesterday, and I just... There was a lot of anticipation. Like, I really struggled even getting out of bed to go to work yesterday. Because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I want to do it. And then, like, I, I did get, like, a little, like, melancholy when I picked up my last stop. I was like, this is really the last fucking stop I pick up. <laughs> like, four four years and, I guess, nine months that just, like, is gone. Like, there's no more, like, progress left with it. You know what I mean? Right. So, it does feel weird and, like, melancholy in that sense. But, like... At the same time, I don't know why I feel that way because I fucking hate that place. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had the same thing when I got well, I got fired, but for American <laughs> Furniture, like it was like happy, but at the same time, it was kind of like yeah, a downer in a way. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's just this. It's so different when you've like dedicated your life to something like that for so long, even if it's something you didn't want to do. Yeah, just because I mean, it did help me support my family for. I mean, I only started really working there because I knew Kenneth was coming. Right, and then as soon as. He was there, it was like, okay, well, I'm in a good position. I can at least pay a house payment and do all this other stuff. And then, yeah. then I had a second kid, and I'm like, this isn't even enough now. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely happy. I'm excited for the future because today is really my only day off between mm-hmm. this and, like, full time at the liquor store until I get a job with the electrical union. Yeah. Um, and then we'll kind of go from there. So Right. I'm definitely excited just good things in the future it also gives me more time to dedicate to this channel right so that's another thing to look forward to 
And I think we might have some things on that here fairly soon, too. Yeah. Will we be touching that on that in this episode or year-end episode? Uh, yeah, I'll do the year-end one. But okay. we'll talk about it after this episode. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Um, So, yeah. Going from there. <clears throat> First, how many episodes do we have until the last episode of the season? It depends. Are we doing one a week? Yeah, if we're doing one a week, then we have... Well, we got two weeks and then the 31st, which is a Friday... So we could do one on the 31st. That's New Year's Eve, though. So maybe the last one will be the 25th. No, that's Christmas, though. Maybe the last one will be the 26th. I mean, I can do in the middle of the week, too, now. We just got to figure out what days you're available. Okay. We can even do a couple extra just to throw it in. <sighs> so whatever works for me. Okay. Um. Yeah, so technically we got like three episodes left for yes. this season. Yes, yes, yes. But now it's time to send the news. Listen to news. <laughs> um, so first big thing is this one's gonna be a long one too, and it's gonna branch into multiple things. Yeah. But the game awards happened on Thursday night? Wednesday night? One of those two? It was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we got a lot of stuff. Uh the first one that I think is the most exciting is we finally got gameplay for the Suicide Squad. Yeah, and I actually watched it before we did this. Um, it looks it looks cool. Yeah, it yeah. Lo- it looks like almost like a mix of Borderlands and uh, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, uh, especially with like kind of with art style from Sunset Overdrive and like the aerial aspect, but like the goofiness it is, is also kind of like on the level of Borderlands. Yeah, I'd say so. And this is it's made by rocksteady and they're really it doesn't feel like the arkham games at all no which i mean hey it's a good thing i mean yeah. i haven't seen them make anything that was set in the daylight ever so that'll be interesting that's true there's God zero damn, it's, yeah <laughs> there's zero daylight in those bad I, I just wish some of the characters well at least harley like, kind of like went along with the style from those games so there's at least some connection yeah because it is con- i don't even know if it's connected at all i think we'll find out if we see batman yeah that's the and honestly batman may be the only one who's not infected because he's been hiding out that would be a cool little twist that's true so that's true but then they would have to make it make sense because he he died in arkham knight i mean but he orchestrated that so he didn't really yeah he didn't really die but like the the way it ended felt like a conclusion but i mean he also has understudies that's true so i mean anything can happen yeah i want a sequel to that game but it's I'd, probably not ever gonna happen what, what would you call like if you had to pick going off of all of the basic like batman puns if you had to pick a sequel especially if it's like a different batman like they were talking about doing years ago like a damian wayne batman five six years down the road obviously we'd have to have arkham in the title well yeah arkham i don't know uh, arkham asylum arkham city Arkham Knight. Arkham, like... Arkham... I, I don't know how cheese it would be. You can go something with, like, Kingdom. Arkham Kingdom? That wouldn't be bad, Well, especially, especially if you add, like, the element of... Do you ever play the Shadow of War games? No. Shadow of War, Shadow of War. I know War. what they are, but... Um, they had that nemesis system. And that's what they were talking about putting in a uh, Damian Wayne Arkham game. Okay. At one point. To where, like the villains that you fight would kind of like go up the ranks and down the ranks and stuff like that and like that's cool have like uh feuds with you so it'd be okay. it'd make it interesting arkham kingdom actually wouldn't be bad well i was just thinking because uh, either that or I, I don't know something to do with like a mafioso type thing because like you could attach it to like 
You could actually use the Black Mask or a version of Black Mask as the main villain. Since you really didn't get to... He wasn't shit in the <laughs> Arkham Origins. He, he was okay in Night when you got to play the DLC with Red Hood. Okay, I didn't do that. But, I mean, it was still... It was over pretty quick. Right. But Arkham it would, Kingdom. I think their plan was to make, like, Roman Sionis' daughter Black Mask. Okay. So, like, if you did, like, a mafia type of, like, thing where you, like, took out mafia dudes one by one that would be dope yeah and like kind of restructured the criminal underworld and you could call it kingdom or you could call it something more attached to like that like italian mob type thing arkham arkham gabagool arkham cannolis arkham cannolis (laughs) i don't know kingdom wouldn't be bad though that actually wouldn't be yeah um well especially if you're going with like you start with Asylum, then you go City, and then you kind of go in that direction with Night. Well, isn't there, um, was it the end of City, or was it in Arkham Knight where you get a little Easter egg and it says Wayne uh, Enterprise or something funds? Oh, it is Arkham Knight. Uh, at the beginning, when you're playing as a police officer, officer in the diner, mm-hmm. there's a newspaper on the counter that says Wayne funds um, reopening of Arkham City or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. That would be interesting, too. And that was a great map. Yeah. So, like, you can do endless things with it. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do get anything, bring a Batmobile that does not turn into a tank and maybe a Bat Cycle just for traversal. No. I mean, a few battles here and there. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, three in the whole game. It but was like... way overdone. Yeah. And I'm playing it a second for a second time, and I, I like dread those parts. It's a hard game not to play again, in my opinion. Yeah. I've played it three times all the way three through. Three times? Like, okay, it's my so second. Good. It's so good. Like I literally have 240% completion on the game. <laughs> so it's like, it's, I it's didn't, addictive. I didn't complete the game 100% the last time. I just did the main story. Mm. So this time, I'm going to try to do like everything. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to do the... Uh, well, that's the only way you get the true ending, too. Yeah, and I saw the true ending on YouTube, but yeah. now I'll actually get to do it. See, and I, I almost... I, I had the like possibility of looking at the true ending on YouTube, but I was like... I was like, I think it was before... What year did that come out? Uh, 15. Okay. So I had maybe barely met my wife at that point. So I yeah. had plenty of time to just fuck <laughs> around. And, yeah. like, I, I didn't have no kids to worry about. I mean, I had a job, but it wasn't, like, super serious. Right. So I could stay up all night and play. That's how I feel right now. Right. <laughs> hey, honestly... I love my wife and I love my kids. I would never take it back, but I do sometimes miss those days where I could just like veg out and play video games for like 20 hours. <laughs> now, like I have free time. I'm like, I just want to relax with my wife and watch a movie and half the time I right. fall asleep anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh. Um, but yeah, Suicide Squad. It looked very good. Uh, we got the trailer is called Flash and Burn. So you get to see them kind of going up against uh, the Flash mm-hmm. and captain boomerang kind of calling him out as like the mascot and like the biggest joke of the justice league yeah so i mean it looks really good and it it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out i have faith in rock said to do a good story at the very least yeah so i mean that's all we can really hope for yes and then staying on the topic of dc we got a big surprise yeah, I didn't even hear about this beforehand at all. Or no nothing. one did. Yeah, no one knew. Yeah, it, it was, was completely like a- out of left field, and it's being made by Warner Brothers Montreal. So this one may have the Nemesis system in it. Okay, which would be interesting, and I don't know how it would work for Wonder Woman, but I'd be willing to wait and watch. Right, and um, you can tell these like style wise, they based her off of Gal Gadot. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, even the accent. 
Yeah, which you kind of have to at this point. Yeah. 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 She's... She is wonderful. I mean, before Gal Gadot, it was kind of... uh, What's her name? Linda Carter. Yeah. And even then, that was fading away. Mm -hmm. So, like, as soon as Gal Gadot came in, like... It's the same way they do with Harley Quinn. Like, everything is modeled around her now. And she's, like, synonymous with a role just like uh, Robert Downey Jr. is with Iron Man. Uh Uh-huh. All that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. You can't escape at least trying to homage it. Yeah. Um... So we didn't get really much out of it. It was just a cinematic trailer, but it just shows that we're getting it in the future. And it is a pretty promising game, especially showing that it's fairly far. It's far along enough in development to uh, justify a cinematic trailer. Well, that's the thing. The Wolverine game had a cinematic trailer, and that thing's not coming out until 2025. Yeah, but that's Crystal Dynamics, and right. they take their time, and they polish the shit. Yeah, out of their games. I'm like, why are you gonna announce it now? They're like, one of on. the few studios that I've actually like come out with games in the last few years. It also helps they only make it for one console. Mm-hmm. But like, because I think Crystal Dynamics is also the studio that made Sunset Overdrive for the Xbox. Okay, but then they got bought by PlayStation right after mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So they have all this time to dedicate to just certain games, like. Uh, they did the Spider-Man Miles Morales, which they're actually pumping them out pretty quick, but they're doing them back-to-back. So you got Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and then I think 2023 we also have Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. 2. Yeah. And then what year is Wolverine? 2025. Fuck, that is so far. That's what I'm saying. Like, why did you really suddenly like, teaser now? See, I'm trying to justify, but I mean, video game development does usually like five to six years. Yeah. And like, maybe release it like in 2023. Yeah, the I don't know why you would announce it that early. Yeah, like I get that you're excited, but don't blow your load. Leave that for like <laughs> that, that should be like two, two years three, before. Yeah, yeah, two three e threes from now. Yeah, like just wait. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so <sighs> hopefully this thing isn't too far off because it didn't have a date. It didn't. No. I thought it said twenty three, but I could be wrong. Could you? I, I talked to IGN, or I, I talked to IGN. I oh my god, we have those kind of connections now. Damn, let's see. No, I listened to IGN. I think they said 2023. I hope so, because um, I'm actually interested in um, doing uh, playing this one. It, it does look good. Anything DC, I'll play. That's not a problem. Let's see. Whereas Marvel games are very hit and miss. Like I tried Avengers, and that was a no no. I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy here and there, and it has a much better uh, style of gameplay. Right. Because you only play as Star Lord. That's that's what I'm worry, worried about. Though. But you command the other four. Oh, okay. So, like, it really helps. And, like, when you go into your huddles and stuff and it kicks on part of the soundtrack and it, like, it actually makes you feel, like, kind of a badass and, like, super powerful. There's no set day. It just says, don't expect this game until 2023 at the earliest. Okay. So, it's going to be coming out like yeah. 25. Makes sense. I mean, I'll wait as long as I have to. As long as I get a polished game. <laughs> you don't want a cyberpunk? <sighs> I told you I bought that, right? Is it as bad as they say? I bought it for me for Christmas because my wife can never figure out what to get me. So I was like, look, babe, it's Black Friday. Uh, Buy buy one, get two free or something or Uh something like that. So I was like, I'll get this one and this one. And I kind of got gypped out of the first two because (laughs) the uh, Cyberpunk was on sale for like 10 bucks. I was like, holy fuck. Right. (laughs) Um, But it... I'll, I'll let you know how it is now that okay. they've fixed things. Right. Um, I was really excited for the game before it came out, and mm-hmm. then it just shit the bed. Um, I'm going to save my favorite one for last, so we'll skip that. Okay. Um, another one that I was excited for, uh, or not excited for, but found out about, Forspoken. 
Um, it kind of has like a fantastical element to it. I guess the best way to, I could explain it is it is um, Horizon Zero Dawn without the robots okay. mixed with Chronicles of Narnia. Like, that's the vibe it kind of gets. Like, she's transported to this, like, fairy tale world, essentially. Okay. Where she's kind of like an outsider, and she's the only one wearing, like, our world of, like, clothes. Um, and then she, like, looks like she develops magic. And there's a really cool scene, and maybe it sticks in my head just because, like, I'm a huge skateboarding nerd from back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but she, like, transforms, like, ice into, like, uh, like a hoverboard. So it looks fucking sick. Like, if you can just do that free will and just have fun with that, that'd be a blast. Right. Um, Is it open world type yeah, of game? It, okay. it looks open world. Nice. Um, there, honestly, I can't think of a whole lot of, like, other than, like, Call of Duty and, like, first-person shooter games that aren't open world anymore even right. halo infinite is open world now really yeah okay to where they've even said that you can't go back and uh replay story missions mm. you have to like restart the whole game okay so is that uh, why they had to delay it and shit because they're so big probably okay i mean hey i'm cool with delays yeah because i'll yeah. probably get that game I'll, I'll wait a couple years on delays as yeah. long i mean that's what we did with gta 5 yeah they delayed it like two or three times, but it was all the better for it. Yep. They, and they, now they're just milking the shit out yeah. of it. And they didn't even release it with multiplayer when it first came out. Yeah. And right. that is the biggest fucking thing in the world now. Mm -hmm. They just released that Dr. Dre uh, DLC. Yeah, the online thing. Yeah. So I'm like, while it looks cool, still won't play it because I don't fucking play online. I hate playing online. That's just, just the personal period thing. or Pretty that much. game? Pretty much. Well, I mean, I have to play with my friends. Okay. To play online. Yeah. And... Me and my friends' uh, schedules never line up, right. <laughs> so it just doesn't work. And I'm like, I'm too busy with my kids and stuff. And if when I play video games now, it's more for me to have an escape. Right. Um. I mean, I, I've never been into like the big like party games. Like, I would play Call of Duty back in the day with my uncle and like some of our friends. But we would always be in a party. To, we'd always party up and go against other people mm -hmm. to where it was fun. Like, I've never gotten into Fortnite. I I just I can't <laughs> grip that. It, it just feels too repetitive and right. there's no reward yeah um whereas like i love campaign i love story like i've always been more engrossed in like the story aspect of like campaigns and stuff it's what interests me the last story i played through all the way for call of duty was call of duty world war ii that was the last one and that was a short game so i didn't even finish that one yeah that's I, like a, it just took me three days I, I think i started that one i started infinite warfare i started uh was it Advanced Warfare? Yeah, Advanced Warfare. That one. Was I might have finished that one with yeah. uh, uh, Mr. Rapist. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Rapist. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I heard he's trying to make a. Um, we're just. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> yeah. um, so for Spake, for Sagan looks good. We talked about uh, the Halo trailer a little bit. Or have we not yet? We have not. Okay. So there's gonna be an actual live action Halo TV series on Paramount Plus, which. I heard about it, but then I kind of forgot about it, and now this came out, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. It actually looks good. It, a lot of the shots, like, especially, like, where stuff's, like, really, like, cubey. Yeah. And, like, like kind of, like, dark and dirty. Mm -hmm. Reminds me a lot of missions from Halo right. Uh, 2. Right. Uh, and a little bit from Halo 1, but, like, the art style is just there. Like, it's mm -hmm. perfect. Like, they, they look like they captured it. The cinematography looks a little off in certain shots. Yeah, I, I think the close-ups of yeah. people look a little weird. But, like, um, amateur. Yeah, but everything else, it <clears> looks <throat> looks on point. And then the reveal of Master Chief at the end was, like, pretty cool. Yeah. And the guy, have you ever seen Den of Thieves with Gerard Butler? No, but I've, I, I've... And uh, 
O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah, the main character, the main robber in the movie is the tall, like he's bald. Um, I don't know if you remember him in the movie or not. I forget his uh, real name. Uh, uh, I, but, can look, I can look Yeah, up. look him up. He's playing Master Chief, which I don't know why, because he's not going to take his fucking mask off. Well, they've always, I've always, I always heard a rumor it was a black dude playing him. Oh, okay. And they've never shown him take his helmet well, off, the, but they want the voice. They revealed the, in the comics that he's a white. There was a comic where like it's like his origin story. He's oh. a white dude. Well, I mean... But I'm like, eh. But I want the I'm voice that's whatever. in the, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, look up Dennis Thieves, and I'll show you which actor it is, but he's playing him. And the, the, that actor is actually Pedro Pascal's cousin. Oh, really? Yeah, the second guy. This guy? Pablo Schreiber? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's bald in Dennis Thieves, so, but yeah, that's him. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Dennis Thieves is a fantastic movie, by the way. I do need to watch that one still. I wanted to watch it as soon as I heard uh, Kendrick on the trailer. Yeah. I was like, all right, like it's an automatic yeah. hook for me, but right. I just I always lose track of time. Yeah. Um. Do you expect them to follow a video game story, or do you think they're just gonna kind of go with their own original thing? It's the way things go anymore. I feel like they'll like take certain aspects from the game, but it'll probably be an original yeah. story. Do we get? Uh, was Keith David was in the first one, right? I think so. Like he was one, like Master Chief's like commanding officer yeah um do you think we get him at all i don't know would that be would, would you like would you pop for that like would you get excited for that i, I kind of would yeah okay. yeah and i gotta go I, I played the first one all the way through and i haven't played the rest of them so like maybe that's what i should do instead of playing arkham Knight again yeah. just play through all those because i have the um ultimate collection or whatever the fuck halo has halo one two three four and five so before oh, so so one you you have my game pass, so irregardless, you would be able to download the Master Chief Collection and get that's one, what I have one through four, and then you can also download five for free. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, because I have the Master Chief Collection, the physical copy. And then when Infinite comes so, out, you can download that for free too. Yeah, so so that's what I'll probably do is play through those. Game Pass is I just side note, Game Pass is the best fucking investment in the world. I get that it's fifteen dollars monthly, but you get the whole fucking catalog that keeps renewing brand new games the day they drop. Like, that's where I got Arkham Knight. I downloaded that off of Game Pass. <laughs> that's so perfect, dude. Yeah. Like, any Xbox-owned studio that releases a game, Gears of War, Halo, all the uh, Bethesda stuff now. All the Gears of War games are yeah. on there. Yeah. All, all the Bethesda stuff that has been or will be yeah. will come out day one on that stuff. So it's yeah. just perfect. There's no waiting. You don't have to drop 60 bucks to go play Skyrim 6 when it comes out. Right. It's kind of crazy. It, yeah. Um. So yeah, Halo, Halo trailer looks really good. Mm -hmm. uh, the next thing that it like visually this blew my mind was they released a Matrix video game demo. Matrix Awakens. Yes. For, uh, it, it's literally just a demo for Unreal Engine 5. Yeah, and it's only for the new consoles. Yes. That does suck, but yeah. it looks fucking bananas. Yeah, that's, that's like the closest thing you can get to real life as you can, as possible, I yeah. think. And there, there's an element of uncanny but valley yeah. to it, because there's going to be, because it's going to look unnatural. And like, I honestly hope they don't ever fix that, because I don't want it to look perfect, because then you're just, you're kind of crossing into a realm of like, I don't know, like... Could you imagine, like, that? Like, graphics like that in VR? Oh, you wild as Fucking fuck. insane. <laughs> yeah. But, like, even the way the car moves, like, yeah, there's a little bit of that uncanny valley, but, like, everything is just so slick. Mm -hmm. It's fucking perfect. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Keanu Reeves' face is, like... 
It might be lacking a little bit of emotion, but at the same time, that's the Keanu does, Reeves. Yeah, that's just how he is. <laughs> And it's free to download. Yeah. So if you get a chance and you have a Series X for or a PS5, take a chance and check it out. And then yeah. Comment and let us know how it was if you got a chance to play <laughs> yeah. it. Um, and I might try to play that on my Series X when I get home. You should. <laughs> and then, I mean, you're always welcome to come over and try it too. Um, going from there, so there's a couple of games that I'm worried about that we're getting ready to talk about. Yes. One is Star Wars Eclipse, which was announced at the Game Awards. And... It's made by Quantic Dream. And if anybody knows anything about uh, Quantic Dream, they are the studio that made uh, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and what was the last one? Uh, Detroit Become Human. Okay. Um, I don't want that kind of a narrative game with Star Wars. Like, I love narrative games. Like, I I, know I just said that I, like, really love the campaigns and the stories. Is it... um, How did they make it? Isn't EA, like, own... No. Oh, no? No. Okay. So, when Disney bought Star Wars, they closed down Lucas... Yeah, LucasArts. Yeah. Which, there's an arm of it that's still kind of open that is... It literally just essentially attaches itself to whoever's making a game. Mm -hmm. Uh, They signed a contract with EA that has expired, and uh, Disney has chosen not to renew due to the lackluster reception of things such as battlefront one and two okay uh battlefront two has all obviously gotten better since everything but that doesn't mean that it's what they wanted right the only thing they've really done that's been a win is fallen order yes so right now there's this game star wars eclipse that is in development and the cinematic trailer looks beautiful but it doesn't tell you anything about what the game's going to be right um there's also a game in development by ubisoft Okay. So that one is probably the one I'm keeping my eyes out for the most because it'll most likely be open world. Okay. Uh, and then we're also getting a remake of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which is the thing I'm most excited for. And I'll probably uh, become homeless due to. I hope they change the gameplay style, though. Yes. I don't want the... Like, that dial on the bottom where you, like, pick your motion every time. Like, I yeah. want an actual, like, combat system. I want it to be, like, a, like similar to, like, Fallout or Skyrim. Yes. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. I think that's why Remake is the right way to do it instead right. of Remaster. Because Remaster would have still been fun and I'd have still played it. Mm-hmm. But this will be the more exciting way to go about things. Yeah. Because, like, when I, when I first got my xbox that's at my mom's house now when i first got that i downloaded nice little republic mm-hmm. and i couldn't get into it it was hard to get into because of how in love with that story i am yeah. i could play it over again i mean i literally was uh, i guess less so eight years ago when i graduated when we graduated high school i remember i was playing uh star wars the old republic which was an mmo yeah it's the last like real online thing i did yeah. <laughs> uh i played that like into the ground and it kind of still had that same like version of play but i love that i mm-hmm. could i could that's one of the few things i can do but it's just because it's star wars right it, i tried to do that with world of warcraft and shit like that could not get into it i never tried to play world of warcraft I had multiple people trying to push me, and yeah. it just didn't catch me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for this, but at the same time, I'm very wary because I, Star Wars... If, if people's biggest complaint about Star Wars, the first uh, the prequel trilogy, is that it's mostly dialogue, mm-hmm. 
that's all you're really going to get out of this, and you're right. not going to be able to play any of the action scenes. Mm-hmm. So, unless they find a different way to do it, I'll still play it, but we'll see how it goes. For sure. The next one I'll let you introduce, because we both kind of know where this is going. Yeah, so, caught me by surprise, because when I saw the Game Awards were on, I, it was on YouTube, mm-hmm. so I clicked on it, and right as I clicked on it, they were dropping like this trailer. It's for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, and... It really worries me because it says it's like a multiplayer like experience or whatever the fuck, which makes me think it's going to be similar to Friday the 13th and like you said, Dead by Daylight. Yeah. See, what they need to do is just... You ever played the Saw video games? Oh, yeah. That's what they need to do. Yeah. To, I mean, obviously, polish it up, make it better. And the like, second one was trash. Yeah. And the, the fact that like you had that many traps to go through was kind of stupid. Yeah, even the first one was not really that Well, great, like, especially just even opening doors, like, every door was a trap. Like, make it to where there's some stakes, <laughs> like, where you literally just have to, like... But I, like, a game like that is completely different from what we're talking about here. It's a real ghetto-ass game, if you think about yeah. it. <laughs> like, they, they should have been more along the line of, like, a detective story and then trying to help other people get out of traps like it was in Saw 4 with Tap. Yeah. Was it 4 or 5? It's 4. Yeah. So, like, that would have made it more interesting for me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I get it. Yeah, and this one, I don't like... I think you can go about it in a few different ways of what you can do. It'd be cool to play as him in one aspect but like for the most part i think it should have been like i don't know i don't know man it's hard to hard to say as the texas as a leatherface or yeah. yeah well you can play as him and then maybe play as uh one of the teenagers or whatever the fuck see i'd, I'd be fine with having two versions of story mode mm-hmm. where one where you play as leatherface yeah and then a full version of story mode where you play as the final girl yeah like i think that would be kind of cool mm-hmm I hate this four-on-one bullshit. Like, everyone's tried to get me to play Dead by Daylight, too, but it's just not something I can get into. Yeah, there was a Saw DLC or whatever the fuck for that, I too. I almost got it for that, but I was like, <laughs> I'm going to play it for two days and be done. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to waste $8 on right. a DLC Wasn't pack. there even Saw in newest Call of Duty? Or last Call of Duty Scream. DLC? I want to say Saw wasn't there, too. Really? Yeah. Let me see. I'll look it up. I have to check, because I know that a lot of people have the leather face or not Leatherface, uh, Ghostface outfit for uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't know if they did, though. That'd be cool. I, it might actually get me to play Call of Duty. <laughs> they did, Modern Warfare. Modern War- Saw oh. Bundle. What, oh, the, wasn't it a Zombies? Remake. Yeah. Oh, okay. New Saw Bundle found in the Modern Warfare store. This bundle includes a brand new Saw theme operator outfit. Includes two new blueprints with blood red tracers and a dismemberment effect i gotta go and look if i have that one i would play that but i wonder if it was a season or if it's like an actual right because if it's not available anymore then well fuck call of duty (laughs) yeah the guy you play as is dressed as billy okay yeah that's pretty cool i'd do that yeah um but yeah i i i'll probably play this texas chance i'm asking game just because yeah and I think I'll have to wait to see gameplay because if it's like those other two, I probably won't play them. Right. Um, I love horror stuff, but the fact that they're all going with the same thing is kind of stupid. Yeah, I mean, make it like Alien Isolation is like the perfect example of like how to fucking make a game based on that. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Because that really like it takes itself so seriously, even like everything, the textures, the Mm -hmm. environments are straight from the first Alien movie. You could play a Halloween game as Laurie Strode like that. Yeah. Like it'd be perfect. Yeah. Or I'm trying to, like, you could play as, uh, you could 
make a scream game where you could play as uh sydney yeah like you can do that i, I do kind of wish that they like i wish they would do that but like can you think of a horror movie that has like a final dude instead of a final girl off the top of your head like where that's the mate the collector technically oh uh, yeah um like a successful series successful i know that's because saw switched protagonists in every fucking movie yeah i can't think of one yeah it's yeah i don't think there is one yeah it's because the trope of uh damsel in distress is a lot more cinematically appeasing mm-hmm. um, you can even say don't breathe there's a final final girl in that one too yeah yeah i don't think i don't know if that exists at all no um it'd be interesting to make yeah but it's a lot harder to make a man sympathetic mm-hmm. than a female right um, but who knows um another game that i'm really excited for so i don't know if you ever played uh cinema sacrifice hellblade or no. hellblade cinema sacrifice really good game okay um biggest problem the combat was extremely repetitive and boring what's it called hellblade uh, hellblade cinema sacrifice um that one was really good the hook on it is so you're essentially this like viking lady okay but she has like schizophrenia oh i've seen <sighs> i've seen that picture dude so you put headphones on when you play the game uh-huh. and you constantly hear her voices just talking are you serious it gets so fucking disturbing oh like, wow like if you have like surround sound system or just a pair of headphones to put on like you're walking through the field and you just hear like her insecurities and all this other shit coming out of like her inner demons yeah. coming out of her and it's fucking creepy so it's going to continue in the second one because they played some i don't know if it was it looked like gameplay footage uh but hellblade 2 senua's saga looks the graphics have been pumped up and look even better than the last one did and the graphics were really good on that I just really hope that the gameplay was focused on because right. it, it was a independent studio, uh, Ninja Theory, I think. Okay. Um, that worked on it and like with no budget, mm-hmm. and, like they did really fucking well. But the game that they they were a lot more focused on story than they were on gameplay, which perfectly fine, cool with me. Like it was good. This next one though, because they've gotten money and they've actually signed a contract with Microsoft, needs to have developed. Right. Otherwise, there's not a whole lot more reason other than story to come back. Is that for? Is the first one on Game Pass? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I might uh, have to check it out. Yeah, I think I think Xbox bought Ninja Theory, so okay, it should be on there. And even when Hellblade Two comes on, you should be able to play that. Okay. Uh, like I said, boring gameplay, really good story. Okay. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then, excuse me, we have Sonic Frontiers. Uh, we haven't had a really good Sonic game in. I don't even know what the last good was. Sonic Heroes was maybe the last decent one. I liked Sonic Riders, but that was more of a racing game. Yeah, I would say yeah, Sonic Heroes probably. Yeah, because yeah, the one that uh, remember when the Sonic the Hedgehog it was just called Sonic the Hedgehog on 360 came out. Yeah, and that was trash. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, I, I liked <laughs> I liked Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. I played that game a lot. (laughs) Even though he had guns, so it didn't make any sense. It was cool as fuck, though. (laughs) It was dope. Yeah. Um, I played that game religiously. He's just an emo Sonic. Pretty much. (laughs) And And the game on the GameCube. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was... So, I've always loved Sonic. And, like, my kid, like, especially Kenneth, 
absolutely fucking love Sonic. Did he did he watch the new trailer with him? No, that's actually oh, a good man. idea. Yeah. He'll probably freak out. Yeah. Cuz he's watched the movie like to the point where I wanted to break his TV. Really? I've like, never <laughs> even seen the first one. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Like Ben Schwartz definitely saved it and them going and actually listening to the fans was a huge factor in changing the appearance. If they didn't, they would have been fucked. Yeah, that was I could have lived with it, but it wouldn't have been it would have been too distracting for most people. Right. And you can tell this movie's at least decent because it comes out in April. Oh, yeah. Because if it was shit, they'd put it out in January oh, or yeah. February. <laughs> well, and another thing is, if they were to ke- have kept Sonic's uh, character model the way it was, mm-hmm. could you imagine how ugly Tails, Tails and Knuckles, Knuckles would oh, be? Oh, God. Yeah. Be fucking atrocious. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm there. They were very smart going back. It yeah, may have which, cost them a lot of money, but it made them more. Well, that's their fault because, like, you should have done this in the first fucking place. It shouldn't have been that hard to do yeah. that. I'm like, well, that's, see, that's the biggest p- problem with taking animation to live action mm. is there's not a whole lot of room to fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah. Which is why Cowboy Bebop has already been canceled. Yep. Yeah, Cowboy has been up like a week, I think. Three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. yeah. It, it it has not done well. People are very angry at the changes they've made mm-hmm. narratively. Um, but fuck it. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Also speaking about Sonic Frontier. So hopefully we just get a good game. It's been a long time, but the trailer gives me a little bit of hope. Right. Uh, and then we also got the Sonic Two movie trailer, which I'm. It kind of looks like they're going with the storyline from Sonic Two. Uh, where Knuckles is kind of being like manipulated by Doctor Eggman or yeah, whatever you want to call him. Um, and you see like some stuff from the game. You see like the, the basically they're the buzzer bombers. Yeah, from the game and even him like snowboarding and shit. It's kind of like a callback mm-hmm. to like Sonic Riders and other shit. Like oh that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love that airplane thing. Yeah, where he's on the thing yeah. in the airplane because I remember I remember that being in something. He was it was in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And so like just like visuals like that are fucking mm-hmm. cool and this is like the first time they're meeting too in this movie yeah so it, it'll be really interesting to see how this works out but like it looks like it can be done very well oh yeah and especially because they're bringing back uh james marsden too mm-hmm. he was a pretty good part of the first one. right um so yeah time will tell and it was really interesting i really didn't hear much of idris elba's voice as knuckles like just it, that one line but it didn't really sound that much like idris elba. i thought it did like it almost sounded like he was putting on an American accent. Yeah, I think I, he is for that. Which would be... It's just strange, because I haven't heard him do a whole lot of movies with that recently, especially. Like American accent? Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, um, which I still haven't watched. There's quite a few, but, yeah. it's It's been a while. Yeah. Because uh, The Wire, I think. The Wire, yeah, he has like yeah. A, yeah, an accent there. Um. So yeah, I'm definitely excited for that. Um, <clears throat> there's another game I'm really looking forward to called Slitterhead, which we saw the uh, first trailer for. So, well, it's it's a kind of more of a cinematic trailer. but it, A lot of these are. Yeah, because most of them are literally just being announced and have nothing to show. Yeah. Um, but Slitterhead is being made by the person who directed the very first Silent Hill game. And that enough, that alone gives me enough hope for this. Oh yeah, you can. It's definitely gonna be messed up. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, visually, it's it's gonna be a lot of body horror already, yeah. just based on the trailer. Because this chick at the beginning who looks like she's <clears throat> trying to like seduce a dude mm-hmm. turns into like a bone spider. Yeah. With like a human head, and it fucking looks trippy. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then at the end, this like parasite crawls into this lady's face, and she just like sits there and smiles, and it's fucking it's yeah. creepy. Um, so it looks really good. Uh, no gameplay to go off of yet, obviously, but definitely something to keep your eye out for. Right, and something related to that. Um, a couple months ago, it was it's a rumor right now that Hideo Kojima and uh, Konami were in talks again about a Silent Hill game. If that so, ever happens, yeah. If I could afford it, I would fund that game. Like, yeah. Because you, did you <sighs> did you see the playable teaser oh, that they yeah. had, and it was uh, Norman Reedus was going to be was in it. The only time I've ever been mad that I didn't own a PlayStation. I know. Watching the the gameplay of it, I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. No, it looks beautiful, and and then people going back even years later, like, have you seen how much a PlayStation Four that has that on the hard drive sells for right now? I know. About seven hundred dollars. It's crazy, and that really jump started the new genre of like horror games, like yes. the first person again. Uh, there's actually a game on Xbox that was inspired by that, which I downloaded but still haven't played. I might do it tonight. It's called Visage. Oh, I played it. Is it good? It's it's decent. There's some pretty fucking scary parts in it. Yeah. That's for sure. But oh, yeah, yeah, that, that, like I said, that jump started that whole fucking genre. That's the reason why Resident Evil is first person. As oh yeah, now. yeah, so, for sure. But yeah, um, definitely play Visage and let me see, tell me what you think about that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, if you go back to like PT, people have gone into the code and everything, and then like turned the camera around. And if you, there's like a ghost lady that's constantly following you around. Oh my god. So it's like. It definitely adds to like the creepiness yeah. of knowing that you're constantly being followed, mm-hmm. <clears throat> even though it's like almost never on screen. Yeah, and like I said, Norman Reedus was going to be in the fucking game because <sighs> after the end of once you beat the 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 uh, PT, there's a little teaser trailer and it's Norman Reedus walking in the rain and yeah, shit. yeah. So that makes me wonder though. With that being said, now that we have gotten name of the game, Death Stranding. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's the reason why he's in that. Yeah. Uh, now that we've gotten that, if Hideo Kojima gets the chance to make it, do you think he still brings back Norman Reedus, or do you think, think he's it's a good now? Big possibility because like it was him and uh, Guillermo del Toro was yeah. helped him on PT. Yeah, I think he helped him with the script. Yeah, and I think he was also going to be in it, like he was in Death Stranding. Yeah, so bring those two back again, like that game would be a masterpiece. He could bring back the whole cast he brought to Death Stranding, and I'd be happy because oh, yeah. Mads Mikkelsen, I can never get tired of. Him. Yeah, even though I heard the game wasn't too good. Death Stranding? People were mad because it was essentially a walking simulator. I mean, it's... But, I mean, it pretty much opened a whole new genre of video game. Right. So, and that's more, what more he power does. to him. Yeah, and visually and, like, gameplay-wise, it worked the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, he accomplished what he wanted. Yeah. Um, And I heard the story was good. It was just a little confusing. Right. Um, he is a legend. Another one to go over real quick that... I don't know if I'm really excited for it, but I've always loved Lord of the Rings games. Like, I never played them. No? You no. never played uh, Two Towers? Is that the one? That, there was one on the GameCube that, in the PS2 at the time, was like really big. It was either Two Towers or Return of the King. Both of them were done. Okay. Uh, I, I loved both of those games. Okay. Um, I tried to play Fellowship when I was like eight, but directions were too hard, <laughs> and I never got past the first mission. Right. I said, fuck this game. <laughs> um... And looking back at it now, I could probably do it in, like, two minutes. It'd be yeah. fucking stupid. Um, but the Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor games are fantastic. And Gollum is actually in those, too. But this one is Lord of the Rings, uh, Gollum, the Untold Story or something like that. Okay. Um, we have, I don't, to my knowledge, we haven't seen any gameplay yet. This was just a cinematic, too. And this one's been announced for a while. 
Um, I don't know if it said when the release date was, but I guess it'll be something to at least keep your eyes out for. Right. And wait for reviews, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what I'll do. Um, next thing, uh, this is not the last thing, but we have one more after this that I'll gush over for probably like five minutes. But this one looks really good, too. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Yeah, it's uh, basically a spinoff of... Uh, Borderlands. Yes. And the way that they're telling it narratively makes sense. And it's... At least they're breaking their mold and not doing just another Borderlands for the sake of doing another Borderlands and cash grabbing. Right. Uh, They're using characters from Borderlands to... Essentially, Tiny Tiny Tina is a character from Borderlands. But she's playing a game... Like a uh, board game, right? Yeah, like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And there's Andy Samberg plays Captain Valentine and... I think Will Arnett is in it, too. There's a few, like, decent actors, but it's Dungeons and Dragons mixed with Borderlands. Yeah. So it looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely excited for that one. We actually got gameplay on that one, so it looks pretty right. good. My favorite part of the gameplay was when uh, <laughs> they're like, you left a, che- uh, a cheese puff on the board. She's <laughs> all, oh, my bad. And then they, like, narratively, like, draw it up. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's actually pretty clever. Like, I like that. Yeah. And then the timing of this, like, I don't know when the movie's coming out, but with both of those coming out, Ooh, they'll help yeah. each other out. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Do So you said you don't know when the movie's coming no, out? No, I know it finished filming, so, like, a couple months ago. More mm-hmm. than a couple months ago. So it should be, like, mid next year? Probably. Okay. I'm sure it'll be a summer movie movie especially with the cast oh yeah and the director Eli Roth yeah um so now is the final thing and I know this you, is oh dude the like, thing <laughs> this is the only thing I've wa- I've literally wanted this for 11 years now I have to wait two more years which is perfectly fine at least I know it's coming so before I say the name of the game there is a game that dropped in May of 2010 that like literally from the moment I played it, like it became it over it outdid like Resident Evil to me and everything. Like I just I got drawn into it because like I've already said in this podcast, I love narratively driven games. Yeah, and, like just campaigns that like mean something. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I hate just wandering aimlessly. Un- unless it's Red Assassin's Dead Creed. Yeah, well, I, I, I will say I love those. But, like, you can get you can just lose so much time. Like, I get that studios want you to play, but, like, there's something to be said about narratively driven, like, on-the-rails, like, uh, uh, what's, what's the word for it? Like, there, uh, there, there's an actual... So, like, the, the original God of War games and, like, the Halo games and the first-person shooters are, like, a type of game where it's, like, single it's, it's, it's almost it's told in a stream instead of branching off into multiple things like you can't do a bunch of side missions like linear they're linear yeah which linear is people why people complain play. about resident evil village that is too linear which i can see but even it, it is very linear yeah. especially compared to seven because seven you can do a little bit more wandering and yeah you can choose what to go to first yeah so i i do get it but i mean i enjoyed it right um so, like, this one's really cool, especially because you literally play an author who kind of gets lost in his own writings, okay? Okay. So, the first game is obviously Alan Wake, and the game that was announced as Alan Wake 2, just to draw the conclusion. I really thought we were never going to get this. Okay. Um, one of the things that finally gave me hope is, I believe it was in 2019, a video game called Control came out. Okay. And... There are quite a few Easter eggs because it's made by Remedy, okay. um, the same studio, 
And there are quite a few Easter eggs where, like, Alan Wake. So what happened in Alan Alan Wake was essentially the catalyst of control, which started the con- the Bureau of Control. And I think he's actually even part of the Bureau of Control. Okay. So, like, there's a bunch of, like, letters and stuff you can see that are, like, from his desk or whatever. And, it like, it just really, like, fucking got me excited. I was like, this has to mean something. Right. I didn't think I'd get something this soon, which makes me fucking excited. But just to know and the fucking everyone keeps comparing even when you first saw the trailer you were like hey it's jake chill <laughs> yeah uh they brought back the original actor from the first game too which is cool i think he's a finnish actor okay so i'm excited to see how this goes but uh they did say that they're switching the gameplay from more of the psychological horror which they didn't even really call horror but like the psychological thriller to an actual like action horror uh like more along the lines of like uh resident evil kind of okay so like a resident evil 4 probably five action horror okay yeah to where it's gonna be i mean i really hope it has a better narrative than i i hope it at least sticks to the kind of narrative they built with the first one right so is the first one scary it does have horror elements oh, okay. to it it's just not purely horror right it, it is more of a the director called it more of an action game, but I didn't really see it as more of an action game. I, I saw it as kind of like a detective story. Okay, because like visually, just the pictures I saw, mm-hmm. it looks a lot like Evil Within. I can see that, but it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like that—that's the—that's the biggest difference. Yeah. <laughs> I, I loved Evil Within, but that first one was really fucking hard to follow. It was. It was the second one is not as good, but the first one was like. Yes, I, I think the story was written better. For the second one, mm-hmm. at least more clearly. Yeah. But the, the first one seemed more raw. Yes. And, oh, dude, I remember fucking staying up night after night. Like, I would go over <laughs> to Nate Medina's house and just chill and veg out. We would yeah. sit there and play that for hours. <laughs> yeah. And we, every time one of those, uh, the second one came out, we, uh, we, we would, like, pretty much stay the night at his house every night just to like get through it as fast as possible we'd crank it up to the highest difficulty and fucking die a million times <laughs> yeah. the controller is passing back and forth yeah like that that stuff is always a blast mm-hmm. like see and that's my version of playing with friends rather than like online games. right that's what i did with my brother my other brother who's in college we played both of those games like that yeah just back and forth they're fantastic yeah. um so yeah alan wake 2 uh it's literally just him in the middle of a street doing a monologue, real quick cinematic. Graphics have definitely gone up in the last 11 years. So yeah. it looks... It's going to look wild. Yeah, it, it'll be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of time waiting to see how the gameplay will go. I see it kind of developing into more of a... Uh, what game were we just talking about? Um, Evil Within? Yeah, I see it kind of developing more into that. Okay. Especially because it is more third person. Would you consider Alan Wake like a kind of a cult game? Because I, I it's very rare that I hear about it. Yes, but the people that do like it love it. Okay. Um, it's just not something that really got picked up by that many people. Right. I, I don't. I don't know why, but I, I literally was like, eh, I'll try this game. Tried it and like I fell in love with it. Right. Like it's just such a good story. Okay. I. Based off what you tell me, it could work as a movie, too. Oh, yeah. It, it would be perfect. Like, it honestly, rem- you even said it kind of reminded you of uh, Secret Window. Just the author part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's just kind of cool to see, like, so he basically, like, falls into this, like, lull where he 
essentially writes a book and he writes his wife's disappearance into it and then he like doesn't remember writing the book at all and keeps finding like manuscript pages that like essentially bring whatever's on the page into real life and it like, <laughs> completely fucks his day up <laughs> oh yeah that could yeah it, it, it's dope though because it kind of tells you what's about to happen without like expressly ruining it for you right um so yeah i'm definitely excited for that and i think that is all we have for the game awards yeah and that's quite a bit yeah like i said a lot of cinematic trailers not a lot of story stuff going on but stuff to get you excited nonetheless yes 100 percent um i will let you control this one more <laughs> okay because i mean i'm excited for it but just 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 go ahead and introduce it yeah so i think it was either the end of last week or the beginning of this week um i think it was the beginning of this week okay yeah just out of note well i guess there was some sort of fan event in brazil is what this was and they dropped it on the Spider-Man YouTube channel. It's a villains panel. It has Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molina, and Jamie Foxx getting interviewed by these people and just talking about the movie. And it's the first time you see all three of them together talking about it. Yes. And it makes you even more excited for the movie just based off like all their reactions to it and how they got into the movie and that they bought the story and yeah. the pitches were good, which brings me hope too for the story. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Cause I was, that's what I was worried about the most is that they were going to rely too much on nostalgia and kind of skimp on the story. But based off what these guys said, it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, I was excited by the idea that it's literally been 20 years since Willem Dafoe was green goblin. Yeah. And 17 since Alfred Molina's dog. And then how long does that put, uh, Jamie Foxx? 12, that was 2014. Uh, so six years eight, eight almost eight, yeah, years, eight years seven eight years yeah which is still it doesn't seem that long ago but it, it is yeah it's crazy um and the fact that they're actually taking him seriously this time mm -hmm. makes me more excited yeah um they seem very enthused about it which is good because right. it's you can tell when people get into a panel like this and they're forced to do it Mm -hmm. whereas they genuinely especially Willem Dafoe like genuinely seems excited yeah and Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe both said the same thing they said the pitch was like really good yeah and brought them into it. and then uh, Willem Dafoe he talks about the suit mm -hmm. and how there's been some upgrades so you can tell there's gonna be like basically three suits in the movie oh yeah so we'll see the, his final form yeah that'll be dope he even said he's like back in the day they like had like uh, mold, like th things that they essentially had to mold on to him. It would take like eight hours or something yeah. like that. He said, yeah. <laughs> so like it seems like this is going to be a lot more. Well, it was a lot more um, streamlined for him at least, mm -hmm. to where it was a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. So that's good. Um, and then obviously, uh, Doc Ock's arms are not. Uh, there's some scenes that are going to be practical, yeah. but for the most part, they're yeah. CG. Yeah, so they're mostly CG now, and it makes it kind of nice because he doesn't have to move around the arms. They can make it to where the arms move around him. Right. So we'll see how well that works. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I have faith in Marvel's uh, animation team to do fairly well. Yeah. Um, and most of the stuff they do looks fucking flawless. Like, their de-aging shit is insane. I know. They made him look just like he did in 2. <sighs> it was bananas. And I honestly... <laughs> I think the only movie I've ever seen Alfred Molina, like, use his real accent in is uh, The Da Vinci Code. Right. I forgot that he's British even when he started talking. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I know. I was like, oh. <laughs> dude, I, I was so confused. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? I've only ever heard him in an English, uh, American accent. Mm-hmm. So that blew my mind. It just shows you how good he is. Right. 
Um, I really hope they get rid of that deep voice thing for Jamie Foxx, though. Oh, when he is actually using his powers. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like he has it, based on the trailer. Well, during the villain, villains panel, they showed that again with yeah. the deep voice. I was oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I just hope they get rid of it. If not, I mean, maybe just while he's using his powers. Right. When the electricity is going through him. And shit yeah, but other up. than that, fucking no. Just don't do it. Um, was is there anything else to really go over with the villain panel? No, they obviously there's no spoilers or anything. So just basically talking about like how they got into it, what they think of the story, and they talked about the costumes, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. So and like I told you, I hope they have a heroes panel like after the movie comes out. Oh, like drop with Toby a, and drop Andrew, or something like this. Yeah, because I want to see all three of them like get interviewed. Like that, that. would be fucking dope, especially because like. They would have to do it behind closed doors to where no one would, like, be able to get their hands on them. To where it's not right. all over the press. Like, to where right. it's ridiculous. And I'm sure if they if they do do it, it's probably already filmed. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. So, yeah. They probably filmed it the same day. Yeah. So, it, it makes sense. Um, even just to see an interview with just Toby and Andrew, even if they're individual, just have it, interview them yeah. about it. Like, yeah. I, I This might just be me, but I want Toby to have facial hair in the film. Like, just kind of look broken down. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I want him to be like Peter B. Parker from uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, like just fucking destroyed, like <laughs> right. broken back, out fucking, of shape. Yeah, <laughs> well, I want him to still be a badass, but I don't want him to be like. I want. I want him to solve a lot of the problems, like be kind of that Uncle Ben figure. Mm-hmm. But I don't want him to like do all the heavy lifting. You want him to show up with the pizza and be like, pizza time? <laughs> pizza time. <laughs> I do want him to tell Tom Holland with great power comes great responsibility. So I a- want that. Amy Pascal essentially confirmed that to me. Oh, did she? In a, it was her and Kevin Feige in an interview. And the interviewer was like, uh, so are we going to get the the line with great power comes great responsibility or, or are we going to have to wait for another one? She's like... Well, you're going to have to watch the film for that. And the way she said it, more than what she said, was like, it's going to be in the film. You just got to fucking wait for it. Because he never got that. He didn't get that at Homecoming. Or I figured Iron home. Man would have given it to him. Yeah, but I'm glad he didn't because now we can, hopefully. either I want either a flashback of Uncle Ben doing it or Toby doing it. I'd rather Toby. Yeah. It'd just be like a full circle no, thing. I, I want Andrew to do it <laughs> first, the way Martin Sheen said <laughs> And then have Toby go back yeah. and do it. <laughs> It would be fucking cringy, but it'd be fun. Do you want them to recreate the meme where they're pointing at each other? I really do. <laughs> Even though they did it in, into the Spider-Verse? With Oscar Isaac's yeah. uh, Spider-Man? Right. Uh, they are bringing him back to play Spider-Man 2099, right? I think so. Yeah. I hope so, because like, that's a huge thing Plus, to he's going to be a Moon Knight, so he's already marveled up. I mean, but so is Haley Steinfeld. That's true, too. So I mean, she's still marveled up. Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Um... So yeah, I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, they did release, if you're interested, I know a lot of people are just like, I want to stay away from it. It's kind of where I'm at, but, you know, uh, they released a short clip of the bridge scene with Dr. Octopus and Spider-Man called, I think it's called uh, Catch. Yeah, Catch um, This. Yeah, and it looks it looks fairly, I mean, it looks good. Uh, the action in it looks good, and the dialogue excites me mm-hmm. and then they also released like the first opening scene of no way home where it starts right after we're far from home ends, yeah basically. where tom holland drops uh zendaya off mj and all of a sudden that newscast comes on and times square madison square mm-hmm. garden wherever he is at 
And people start, like, interrogating her about dating Spider-Man. And so he grabs, uh, like, comes down and picks her up and swings away. And that fucking, like, dude tries to, like, tackle him in midair and just eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's dope. And then he gets on the phone with Ned and they're freaking out. And that's Do you see it. the other clip where you see uh, Green Goblin's mask all fucked up? Uh-uh. No? Let's find it. Show me. They're almost releasing too much. I mean, I get there's only a week left, but I can barely keep it in my fucking pants right now. So, like, I just, I need to, like, go radio silent for a week. I know. We have a few days. It's a few days. Five five days until Thursday? And you're going to see it. As soon as possible. As soon as possible in Vegas. Uh, either Thursday or Friday morning. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So that's obviously when he starts roaming around without the mask, and there's probably going to be a final form. Do you and think? Do you think he gets a second mask? I think so. So he'll have no mask for a while, and then in the second mask. Could you imagine if they go like comic accurate for a minute, where it's almost like like dude. it's his face, like it looks like Game to Han, but like better. Yeah. Like he does, he goes too far on some shit, and that like completely fucks him, fucks him up. Even if his face was just kind of, like, blown the fuck up mm-hmm. to where it was just, like, looked more demented. Yeah. And see, that's the hard part about doing supervillains from comics. Is I know. A lot of them have such out-there fucking costumes that it's not possible. But it would fit because the Sam Raimi used to- Sam Raimi versus Tone in that way. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's exciting. And they, I think they confirmed that he is the big bad in the movie well based on the trailers it's yeah the only thing you can really draw right. from it he's like, pulling the strings of yeah. everything when he's fucking setting the bombs off at avengers tower mm-hmm. and sh- or no, is it no, no i don't avengers know if it's tower. avengers tower because now it's not even avengers tower anymore yeah because they it's, sold it to someone else it might be the but baxter I th- I building think it's at that oh that'd be so exciting yeah but then that would mean that if you confirm that in this film you would have to introduce them i also think or do you don't think that being it being the baxter building would be enough I mean, it would be confirmation, but yeah. I mean, like, I want the fucking cast. <laughs> I want to see John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, and I don't give a fuck who else. Wouldn't it be wild if they introduced them in this movie? It would be. Because it says uh, you introduce Spider-Man in, for the first time in their comic. Yeah. It oh, would be like a reverse. That'd be fucking ball. Yeah. Um, okay, so one, one more thing. Just real quick before we move on from this. If you... Because you opened this up for me. If you had to cast... Johnny Storm and Ben Grimm, who would you cast? Johnny Storm. I'd go back to the old uh, casting of Zach Efron. I can see that. Especially uh, connected to Emily Blunt. Like, you can almost believe that there's a brother-sister relationship. Yeah, he's like a little bit younger than her younger sibling. Um, And he's fucking shredded. He has that cocky attitude. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Um, And then for The Thing, Ben Grimm. Yeah. Oh, what would you do? <laughs> Bring back Michael Chiklis? <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> so His you, name is just retarded. You'd have to bring back someone pretty fucking beefy. Yeah, you need someone beefy. Um, <laughs> Dwayne the Cock Johnson. <laughs> I'm tired of him. I, I am, honestly. I, like, I, I still love that dude, but like, yeah, he is overexposed. Um, Bring like a far left, uh, left out of field, uh, left field casting Michael J. White. That'd be that interesting. That would be interesting. Um... But then they'd be like, really? You bring in one black guy to the MCU and you have to cover him in rocks? You know it would be a thing. Yeah, it would be a thing. Um, okay, let's do a casting for each race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, John Cho. John Cho. <laughs> uh, no, like, I just don't. That'd be a hard. That's a hard one. Oh, John Cena. <laughs> the Miz. <is> <laughs> no. Um. See, I always go to like wrestlers for those kinds of roles. Just I know, because but I don't want it. It's all I, over. And it. I know if, but ba- like, if Batista wasn't Drax yeah, already, that'd be the perfect one. I, but even more so than Drax, I want him as fucking Bane. Yes, like, he's he the perfect needs Bane. to be Bane. Um, you know, Javier Bardem's voice, at least for Bane, would be sick. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially because he's supposed to be Mexican. Yeah. Um. um for Ben Grimm, though, that's a hard one. Because I'll, I'll agree with you on Zac Efron. That's the perfect casting. Yes. Other than that, I mean, I, I don't know. It would be kind of hard to fill that role. Because you would almost need that Ryan Reynolds I mean, it's not attitude. like it's like a hard shoes to fill. Yeah. It'd be like a, you know. Um, you would just have to do it as good as Chris Evans did. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about The Thing. Oh, The Thing, yeah. Um... I mean, Chris Evans, that's no competition either oh, yeah. as far as that role goes. Oh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's the thing. Ben Grimm, he's such kind of a one-sided character where it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so maybe he could be a wrestler. And that, that, that was kind of my thought. Is like That seems like the perfect uh, role for a wrestler to like. in time. <laughs> oh, don't say that, because then I'm going to say CM Punk. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know, but that's his. Yeah. He's always used that line to go to the ring. <laughs> um... You remember the scene, and I think it was uh, Fantastic Four 2, where it's a Johnny Storm, somebody has a toy of the thing, and it says the line, <laughs> and he gets all pissed off. Um, fuck, what is the... Who 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 really could... Because they used the guy that was way too small in the last one. But, I mean... Checklist, whatever the fuck his name is? No, 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 in Fan Four. Oh, who played him? Oh! Not Jamie Bell. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Bell. Um, yeah, I guess you don't. I mean, technically, you don't need to get an actor who's super fucking bulked up because he's. I just think he would make thing, sense. I mean, at least in shape. I like, think. I, yeah, I think their powers should fit their personalities, though. Okay, so get like a meathead. Yeah, because like John Krasinski could make sense because he's a, a he's kind of lanky. I mean, he's more built now, but he's lanky. Yeah. Um, Sue Storm. I mean, as bad as it is, she's a woman, so it works. <laughs> it's just as long as. Because they already have chemistry anyway, so it'll yeah. work. Yeah, that, that would be the perfect casting uh, with the two of yeah, them. Yeah, Zach Efron already, he could pull off being a douche. Yeah, because he has that attitude. Yeah. We've, we've seen it in multiple Although, movies. Although, yeah, I think in real life he's cool. Oh, um, yeah, but he plays like it so well. Him. Bad Grandpa and fucking... Neighbors. Neighbors. He was good in 17 again. Yeah, he was the best part in a horrible movie for the Ted Bundy one. Oh, yeah, he was fantastic. Yeah, he, deserved, awful, he deserves a good movie. Oh, yeah. With Ted Bundy. Um, fuck, who could... I mean, it's a really hard one because like you want kind of a deep voice yeah well because i'm sure they're gonna alter his voice when he's a thing anyway i, I really i don't want him to even alter it like i want it they to be will. someone who just has a deep voice they'll alter it to where it sounds all like groggy i don't and need shit. a venom fucking voice <laughs> they're gonna do it i don't um, want it because they didn't do that with michael checklist and that's that's i i did i, ho- I wish they did that's um, one of the only things I liked about him. <laughs> and he's small in that movie, even when he he's is. a thing. I'm like, when is the thing? He's supposed to be fucking tall. Well, it's because they literally God. just put a suit on I him. They did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it did fairly well, and it like there wasn't like any like uncanny valley to it. It was just kind of he needs to be tall and wide. So, oh. what? 
Julius Hafthor Bjornsson. Who the fuck is that? The Mountain from Game of Thrones. F- what? Oh, bitch. <laughs> oh, bitch. That doesn't ring a bell. Yo. Let, give me a moment. John Travolta. <laughs> Have you seen The Fanatic? No. The Fred Durst movie with John Travolta? No. Watch it when you get home. Or it's half Thor Julius Bjornsson. Oh, I can see that. That dude would be fucking huge. I can see that. He'd be like, really? I'm fucking shredded? You're covering me in rock? <laughs> I can see that. And, and like, he, he has an accent, mm-hmm. but, I mean... I mean, he could... I mean, if he's a good enough actor, he can take it away. Yeah. He, he'd be fine. Yeah. Size-wise, I think... I would want someone around that size, because he's, like, fucking seven foot. Okay, yeah, that's fine. So... Shaq? Yo! <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, that'd be wild if they introduced it. Not gonna happen, probably. But if anything, we'll get conf- confirmation that it's the Baxter building. Because I'm almost positive it is. Um, what else, What other building could it be? Because yeah. at this point, I don't think we're gonna get Oscorp. No. At least, obviously. Well, I don't know. Do we get... Because there's no, there's no Norman... I mean, Norman Osborn in his universe yet that we know of. Okay, so what happens to Norman Osborn in this universe if this Norman Osborn's being a dick? What do you mean? Like because of the whole multiverse thing does this universe is uh norman osborne have any repercussions oh like tom holland's already like aware that there's a norman osborne somewhere else and yeah. maybe he could end up the same yeah that'd be an interesting take because there would have to have to be a harry osborne norman osborne in the next trilogy i assume like maybe they meet in college in my eyes ned should have been fucking harry i agree yeah but so the reason they did ned was because he resembles the friend that Miles has, like his roommate. Like if you go back to Spider Verse, you kind of get that like chunky well, guy put that put him in fucking. I agree, but Miles Morales movie. They wanted to make it a little different because we've gotten two movies with Harry. Because in the comics, technically Harry uh, Peter doesn't meet Harry until later on. Anyway, At, when he's out of high school, that's when he meets Harry. Does he really? I'm pretty sure. I thought they were always in friends the original in high school. comic. I could be wrong. I could be talking out of my. Uh, <laughs> penis hole <laughs> okay i really thought you were going somewhere else but all right that works but yeah i think there will be uh harry and norman in the new trilogy <clears throat> okay um and do you think but do you think he's able to like separate at that point like the norman he's met well i think norman. that'll be an interesting take on it though like the conflict already happens before he even meets him so it'll be an interesting thing going on with that yeah like ptsd or some shit be fucking uh, it w- time will tell but that would be interesting yeah i swear to god though if i don't get scorpion i'll get irritated we we need scorpion in this movie you need a tom holland villain yeah <laughs> and i don't want it to be vulture ready to see we need somebody we haven't seen yet oh yeah vulture i mean yeah. uh scorpion <laughs> it was like we've seen vulture yeah and if anything i was looking at artwork and shit from the spider-man game the ps4 game and scorpion's costume in that would work like, translate yeah it'd yeah. be perfect yeah but um i think um venom 3 will be the tom holland venom movie okay because i don't want i don't think we need another movie of him fighting another symbiote fucking thing no, 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 no. i think that would be logical and then at the end or maybe maybe at the end of venom 3 have the symbiote get onto tom holland and then in the first spider-man movie in the new trilogy is him in the black suit i'm so hard right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> um no that actually sounds dope so i don't want venom in the movie i want him in a post credit yeah, because there, there's just too much shit going on anyway for yeah. him to be in there. So. And there's only two and a half hours. Yeah. So, let's calm down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and credit scene will be the Sony shit, yeah. probably. And then we can have the Venom 3, have Tom Holland swing in, fight him. 
Venom thinks he's bad at first. So first college movie, he has the black suit. I think so. Okay. That'd be interesting. I, I'd be down. Yeah. Because um, it's going to be a minute before we see that anyway. What's that other symbiote from Venom 2? Toxin. I forgot about that. So do we get... See, that's the only Don't problem team with that. up to fight Toxin? But Toxin's supposed to be an anti-hero, so it makes that's it confusing. True. I don't fuck it, but do you think they're even going to go that way? Or just leave Toxin just like... I, just, it so, is what it is. No, I think that Toxin and Venom need to team up at some point. Maybe in... I know that Sony That kind has of threw a, a wrench in my whole plan. Man. I know. <laughs> so Sony has a problem with blowing their load. What they should do is save Toxin for Venom 4. I think they should do a total of six Venom movies. Okay? Six? Six. No, hear me out. So, the fifth... So, four is him and Toxin. It's fucking Batman versus Superman, but it's Venom and uh, Toxin. Okay? Who are they fighting? See, that's going to be one of the biggest things. Is trying to figure out who they're going to fight. You could have another Carnage. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. Which is you need why to. you shouldn't have put Carnage in the second I movie. I 100% agree. Um, but you find some fucking buddy for the two of them to end up teaming up against. Venom Five, do something completely out of left field, and then Venom Six have Null, which is the king of the symbiotes. Or you can just, instead of six movies, just put Null in the fourth one and have him and Toxin fight I mean, Null. I'm fine with that, too. That would actually probably be the best. Because I don't want to see that many Venom movies. <laughs> and the sad thing is, like, they're not... They're not terrible, but They're it's, not good. No. But they're fun. Yeah. To watch Especially once. the second one is yeah. even more fun than the first one. Yes, but it also just does Neither of them felt like they require a rewatch. You want to ensure that Venom keeps going as a franchise, you fucking make the third one a Tom Holland Venom movie. Oh, that would make it watch. It would, it would give it rewatchability. Yeah, and that would ensure that it makes a shit ton of money so you can keep going. And that means that the symbiote suit we get for Tom Holland will be sleek and not fucking like the. It won't look like the original Spider Man suit. No, it'll be sleek and it'll have the fucking The spider. white spider. And then and we I can want get the, the white Venom spider. on the fucking. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Wait, he doesn't need the web shooters and he can just fucking swing. Yeah. Be fucking dope. And then we finally get the Venom on the the spider on Venom. Yeah. I, I, and Venom 4 probably. Yeah. I, I just don't... I, I like the way you were fan doing it, but that whole Toxin thing does yeah, fuck it. Yeah, kind of fucked it up, yeah. Unless Spider-Man College is Venom versus Spider-Man. So you just bring Venom in into those movies? Yeah. So it's way longer? Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see what he would look like in a black suit. I mean, it would, I mean, because you know, get that, MCU, not... they do it comic accurately. Oh, yeah. I mean, to the point where we have that fucking black and gold suit that's supposed to look like a Doctor Strange inspired suit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot to go with Spider Man. I think we've Fuck, wasted yeah. a lot of time just fucking <laughs> yeah. riffing on that. We have one more thing today so we can close it out for you guys. You're the one who told me about this, and it makes me very nervous. I told you about it. The Batman. Oh, I'm like, what's that <laughs> saying? It says the German cats. <laughs> uh, the Batman two cuts. Now I see it. I was like, the, what's the German? Okay. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> How does it look like the German. I don't see it. Are you serious? It's a B. It's a G. I mean, I fucked up on my B. I usually write B's different. I okay. usually go. 
your handwriting is almost just as bad as injustice is anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so reportedly, I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but it's going around everywhere. Uh, Batman currently has two different cuts. One cut with, this is exactly what it says, with a certain character and one cut without the certain character. And I'm like, wow, I wonder who that could fucking be. <laughs> Especially with the casting rumors that came out a couple months ago. I'm like, well, it's the Joker. And they're deciding right now which cut is going to be released. I would put my fucking money on the fact that it's going to be the cut with Joker. Okay, and we're, are we, I, I think you should, uh, it's Billy. Billy, I want to say Billy Krogan, but that's uh, the singer of uh, Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Billy K, sort of the K. Kerrigan? Give me a moment, I'm just going to go to Eternals because that'll make my life easier. Yeah, you can do that or Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Dun, 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 dun. What? No. That might be the best option. Right there. Keown. Keown. Billy Cohen. Keown. Keown. Keogan. He's Irish. Either way. He's Irish. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. He's rumored to be cast as the Joker. And with this two cut thing going on, I can almost confirm that he is the Joker. Um, and the way the Joker sells and how popular he is, they're going to release the cut with the Joker in it, which really disappoints me because I didn't want Joker in this one. Unless it's a post-credit, I don't want Even that! I don't want him anywhere near this one. Just, like, give it a break for a second. You're asking a little too much from Warner Brothers, <laughs> sir. Joker it out. <laughs> I mean, I, as much I do as I like, like the Joker. The Joker yeah, yeah. I'm just like, come on. Let it breathe for a well, second. Well, not only that, like, and see, that's one of the things, like, there's almost Joker fatigue because, like, We've had one, two, three, four, five Jokers in total. Like in total, we've if had Caesar Romero, Caesar Romero <laughs> with the mustache, Jack Mark Hamill. Oh, Mark Hamill, Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Jared, Jared Leto. Regrettably, oh six, and then Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, six. So now we're about to have a seventh. Like, I mean, at least give it a fucking like three year break. I mean, it's already been two years since Joker. Fuck. So fuck. I mean, I guess it is. Oh. Maybe between Heath Ledger and Jared Leto, that was 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. That was an eight-year break between Dark Knight and Suicide Squad. Yeah, but, I mean, he's such an edgy and popular character. Like, while I love him, it's just, it's getting fucking driven into the ground. Yeah, and especially with Joaquin, I'm like, it's almost hard, like, to think that you can top that. I mean, granted, this Joker's going to be completely different than that anyway. Yeah. I can imagine, but... Just leave him alone for a second, especially for this bit. Let's introduce. You already got the Riddler, which we haven't seen in a Batman movie taken seriously. Yeah. So fucking dwell on that, and possible, possibly the Court of Owls, which mm-hmm. we haven't seen. So leave that. Court, Court of Owls will be very interesting. Yeah. I mean, Paul Dano is going to do fantastic as the oh, Riddler, yeah. regardless. But um, leave Joker for the end of the second one. We've only had two Riddlers, Frank yeah. Gorshin and Jim Carrey. Yeah. And then... How many villains have been played multiple times? So now the Riddler. We have Penguin. I can't remember the actor from 1966. Uh, he plays... Um, He's in Rocky. He's he's Rocky's trainer. Oh, okay. The coach? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. I can't think of his name. Ah, oh, fuck. I'll look it up real quick. It's going to be an easy-ass name to watch. Right. Yeah, so you got him as a penguin, then you had, um, then you had, um, Burt Young? Polly. So no, that, not Polly. I think that's his trainer's name. Burt Young is the actor. 
Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. And let's see. I think his name is Paulie. In Rocky. It is. Okay, cool. Uh, 1960. His first credit, eh, he doesn't show up in Batman. He did play the Penguin, though. Hmm. I know that for a fact. Do you know when he pay- played him, or was it more... It was in the 60s. But his first act- acting credit was Look 69. up that... Here, what's that actor's name? Uh, shit. His name is... Burt Young. Burt Young... Oh, you looked up the wrong guy. Who did I look up? This is this is Burt Young. That's Adrian's brother in Rocky. I'm talking about his trainer. Oh, maybe I'm tripping. All right, so yeah, Burgess Meredith. What? That is a wacky name. Yeah, he played he played the Penguin. Okay. Yeah, um, and he was in the military. Wow, he was in World War II. Ah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's, so you got his penguin in the 60s. Um, then you got Danny DeVito's penguin in yeah. Batman Returns. And now Colin Farrell. Now Colin Farrell. So three times. Okay. Catwoman. Catwoman, second time. Had two had her two different actresses in 1966, Batman. Oh, yeah. Her and then um, Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns. And then Halle Berry. <laughs> Halle Berry. And then also Dark. Night I don't want to talk about it. it. You gotta count it. <laughs> you gotta count it. Hathaway. <laughs> um, and and then, Hathaways. Yeah, and then um, yeah, Riddler. We said Joker, obviously. Um, um, Bane has been played two times. Yes. Uh, Two Face has only been once, to my knowledge. Live action, yeah. Poison Ivy only once, to my once. knowledge. Uma Thurman. Mister Freeze once. Once. That needs an update so bad. It does. <laughs> Time to kick ice. Imagine uh, Mr. Freeze based on how it is in like Arkham City. <sighs> it's a really, his story is really fucked. It is. It's I a mean, sad story. And they did it in Batman and Robin. They just did it very bad. <laughs> um, that, yeah, that would be awesome. Um, other villains, I think that's it. Scarecrow once. Live action. Killian Murphy. I mean, yeah. Mm. Rachel Ghoul once live action. Yes. Unless we're talking TV, then he was an arrow. But yeah, yeah. I want to see a Scarecrow live action like the Arkham Knight Scarecrow. Um, Especially with that actor, he's so fucking good. Um, That's it. Live yeah. action villains, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because there's no, like, minor Batman villains that were just... Like, that Martin Shrek dude never fucking showed back up. Yeah. Um, this is going to be the start of people taking the Riddler serious and maybe wanting to play the Riddler more. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think he's always been a great character, especially can, if you look at his comics. Yeah, and uh, Paul Dano can be the Riddler. And I'm fine with that. Like, the Riddler. He can stick around for fucking forever. I would love that serial killer Riddler style. Yeah. Like, it's fucking... I'm already engrossed in this movie, and we're three months... Three months away. Yes. And I couldn't be more excited. Oh, we should go to the Alamo on opening night. Oh, I'm so in. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel good. Can't open the store tomorrow. 
and I'll watch it twice. <laughs> um, I'm so excited for that film. I just hope, God, I hope they don't fucking force the Joker in anywhere unnecessary. Like, if any, if you're gonna put him in the first movie, which I don't want, just put him at the very end or end credit scene, like you said. Yeah, I agree. And if it was my choice, I'd make him show up in the end credit scene in the second movie. And I would agree. I wouldn't use him in this at all. Yeah, but if they feel the need to have to use him in credits, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this thing. And why the fuck are people getting to screen this film fucking three months ahead of time? This is bullshit. I know. And I want to see, if you're going to put the Joker in, put him without the makeup first. Like, introduce him as... I don't know. I don't want him to be Jack Napier. Not Jack Napier. So if they ever do the Jack Napier thing again, it needs to be his identity he adopts after he becomes sane. Okay. Like a white knight story. Yes. You ever read that book? No. So he basically is like rehabilitated and he like tries to become the mayor of Gotham and everyone thinks like Batman thinks that he has nefarious means, but he's like legitimately uh, rehabilitated to the point, (laughs) to to the point where like Batman is almost trying to find shit wrong with him. And I think Batman ends up killing him in the end or something. Oh shit. And, like, he legitimately was, like, reformed and, like... Wouldn't it be interesting if they go based off the killing joke? Like, his origin story? Like, don't touch on it too much, but he's, like, a, like the Red Hood type I, of shit? Like, see him, like, run across the screen or some shit and that's it? Look, dude literally wearing, like, the Red Hood on yeah, the Yeah, that'd be fucking wild. That's be the only way I accept it. And then in the second movie, you see, maybe it opens up with him falling into the fucking acid and shit. Or is that too far out for how grounded they're going? I, think I don't think it's too far. Okay. Because you could believe that bleaching someone's skin, and you could believe someone, like, losing their fucking mind over it. Okay. But can you believe they live after that? Yeah. Okay. To a degree. Okay. I mean, I've suspended disbelief for a lot of other things. Okay. So. I mean, I also don't believe in the idea that a dude can actually go out in a fucking bat suit and beat <laughs> yeah. people's asses You every don't night. think so? Not for seven years in a row. Not without dying. Or getting... He has a padded suit and a giant fucking opening on his face so he can Someone's talk. Someone's gonna aim for that. <laughs> it's, it's an easy target, bro. And you can't tell me his identity wouldn't have been given up in the first six months. How long do you think someone could actually do that? A year, maybe? No, they've actually, like, done s- studies and they said the longest someone can go before their body would literally break down to nothing is seven and a half years. That's a good run. It is, but... Then you have crime shooting through the fucking roof because you created this problem where all these other fucking psychos are running around in makeup and fucking penguin outfits. God, that'd be so sick, though. I mean, it would be dope. I'd love to fucking do it if I didn't have a wife and kids. (laughs) I would probably try to be like Phoenix Jones. But... Or Kick-Ass or something like that. Kick-Ass is the most realistic look of what it would be like starting out. Yeah. When you get stabbed and shit. Yeah. And that's kind of what the Batman costume... Or the Batman cape and cowl in this look like to me is very kick-assy. Like, homemade. Like, like I said, I wanted to see... Well, it's two years in, so we probably won't see him get his ass kicked completely. If if you see his first year, he might have gotten fucked up a bunch, which is why his back is all scarred up. Yeah. Um, I hope in the Gotham TV show, which takes place during Batman Year One, I hope you see him, at least, or maybe just in the background. Yeah. Like, they don't... Like, how... How a he, helicopter fucking... Uh, camera crew like shining a light down on him yeah. and filming him fighting almost like it's like a horror thing like nobody knows if he exists for sure yeah like how they talk about him in origins yes yeah 
Yeah, like that would be perfect. Yeah. Um, getting to getting to see him would be cool. But the one thing I don't want them to deviate from is like him, like after his parents died, literally just going through crazy amounts of like fight training. I want him to be like, yeah. Because like like, the detective part is extremely important. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be fucking super jacked, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, we're already getting a shirtless scene, so you know he's in shape. Yeah, he's still fucking bulky yeah. for his size. Yeah. Um, But, like, they need to at least choreograph this to where he looks like he took some serious martial art classes. Yeah. Because he, in the comics especially, he has gone to, like, every master of every... Style. Uh, yeah, every martial art he can find mm-hmm. to become an expert at each one, like black belt, like double black belt, shit like that, to where he can fight with the best of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'll still get his ass kicked from time to time, but it just makes it to where it's more believable. It's something someone can actually accomplish. Mm-hmm. Which is why I kind of like this one, because we won't be able to, see, we, won't, we won't get to see all that. Yeah. It'll just be him in year two, and he's already been going for a while. Yeah. And I don't need the training montages or yeah. nothing like that. I just want. It, it, I want it to be explained the same way they do the origin story, where they just mention it, yeah. like 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 uh, Alfred talking to him. Yeah, him, that's fine. Because I want this one to really focus on the character and the dichotomy of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yes, and basically he's fucking insane. Yeah, if you dress no, up as a bat, and you go, you're fucking insane. There's no fucking question. So he obviously has some mental shit going on. And I yeah. want them to like explore that yeah like the mental illness side because it's obviously like a setting it to be oh, fucking, yeah. fucking ill to do that oh so. like you for lack of a better term <laughs> i'm gonna dress as a fucking bat <laughs> for lack of a better term yeah. bat shit crazy yeah um there's a this is the thinnest line that we have ever seen even just in trailers between batman and yeah like a legit character Bruce. study yeah because even christopher <clears throat> nolan's wasn't really a character study no and I think he did. They did it well, but there wasn't enough of a differentiation in his personality between the two. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, kind of got that with Ben Affleck. He, yeah. he was the best Bruce Wayne we got. Yeah, by far. And, and in this one, I, if anything, his Bruce Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne will be kind of like down. Yeah. And like fucked up, and his Batman will be still down but angry. Yeah. So I, I think it'll be the most comic accurate thing we get, but I think he'll just be a little bit more unhinged. Yeah. I want him to deliver that line that he says in uh, Arkham Origins what when you? Alfred's trying to get him to stay and he just goes off on him before he takes off. He's like, I'm the reason why. Let me see if I can find the clip. I, I do love that game, dude. That is still my favorite fucking Arkham game. Like, just story-wise, it's beautiful. And it's really not that far behind, like, uh, function-wise from Arkham Knight. Right. This one. This scene. This line. And the way he delivers it is really good. God damn it. Ads. <laughs> ads. 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 Even this. Alfred, 
what I am. That is why they hired assassins, because I am the reason the criminals breathe easier when the sun rises. So no, Alfred, I am not in over my head. Does that line? If he said, if he like delivers something like close like a, to a that, monologue like yeah. that, I, I can see that being really good, especially because like he is that like broken in his head where he feels like, I mean, he, he's not really wrong when you really think about it. Like, yeah, if you look at the way the police system in Gotham historically in the comics has worked, it's super corrupt. So he yeah. is like the only fucking hope. But like he's so demented that he got himself to that fucking situation. Right, and that that interesting. That'll be an interesting thing too to explore the the Gotham Police Department in the movie. Yeah, because that's we got that a little bit with the Dark Knight, but it was kind of patty cake shit in my yeah. opinion where it was like joker just went through and killed them all right and i want to see how if the court of Owls is in it how the police department is connected to them too yeah like all these things that are going on are all connected to that oh, yeah. at the end that was the only good shit about the gotham tv show right because they did explore that yeah. quite a bit they just became really cartoony yeah very quickly um, especially once Michael Chiklis got into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and like I said too before, Riddlers won't even be the main bad guy in this. It'll, he'll just be a guy that's setting shit up and Batman goes to every now and then yeah. for more information or whatever. Speaking of which, when we were uh, mentioning all those villains, do we include the Gotham TV show interpretations? I don't. Because Mo- Cameron, movie Cameron, live action. Cameron Monaghan was decent. Oh, as Joker? Yeah, he was decent. Uh. And then the Riddler on that was okay i didn't care for the penguin i thought he was riddler for a second I was, <laughs> fuck what is his name i forget his name he looks a uh, suspect i i love him in accepted oh he's an accepted oh yeah uh-huh. you've watched that movie right no oh fuck he plays a kid that has like i think he has like tourette's or like super out of hand adhd and he's fucking just bananas he's he's pretty funny the guy who plays gordon in that show would be a good older gordon too imagine him with a mustache oh, and yeah. shit yeah oh yeah well, and I think I've told you this before. Uh, in the date, uh, the year one cartoon, he plays Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, Brian Cranston plays Gordon. That'd be perfect. And too. that was right before he played Gordon. So I was like, that's, that's fucking wild. interesting. Yeah. Um, but we we do have a decent Gordon in this. I, I am excited for him, Jeffrey. Yes. Jeffrey Wright. He's yes. a really good actor. Yeah. So I mean, all all in all, we went on off on a tangent. Tangent, and we already discussed the two cuts and how we feel about it, and that's why we're spinning yeah. out might as well come on and say what character it is because everyone fucking knows oh yeah it's it's the joker it's <laughs> it's just it's so let it breathe okay if if, if we, i already know who you want if as, it's not oh billy oh, yeah. Keo, whatever the fuck his name like, is two actors yeah two actors i've heard one that i remember oh ben foster and caleb landry jones yeah Okay. Either so one of I've those. Heard, I've heard both of them yeah. actually from you. Okay. And honestly, I don't have an opinion because I feel like if I get too hopeful, people are going to fuck it up. So I'm just <laughs> going to sit back and wait. What do you think an Irish Joker would sound like? <laughs> if he used his Irish accent? I mean, then again, fucking Heath Ledger is Aust- was Australian. Yeah, I'm sure he'll american it up american it up but heath ledger had his own way of saying shit like oh, his yeah. voice and everything so i'm sure he'll do well the, same the thing. mannerisms with the you fucking makeup were perfect yeah. And, yeah you have to do that. you can't just play it straight yes um so we are five days away from spider-man we are three months away from batman yeah still more excited for batman but oh 100 um with this news that we have for that woo. I think we both expect Batman to be better. 
yeah than from just Spider-Man. To, yeah if it wasn't for the toby and andrew thing we'd still be excited because of the villains but the potential for toby and andrew just makes it to where we're that excited and just the approaches of each are different like spider-man is straight comic book fantasy yeah. movie batman right. looks like a straight grounded grounded nor detective movie which is in my opinion the best version of batman the noir detective shit yeah um do you think or is there another superhero film coming out or at least announced that you're excited for like ridiculously excited for and then remind me to spout a theory about the spider-man stuff in a minute i can't think of it i guess black adam looks pretty decent honestly i'm not excited for that one really i kind of am it looks kind of dark i have the rock fatigue oh that's it um honestly i have no fucking clue maybe the flash yeah the flash yeah i think that'd be the closest thing and that isn't even i'm not too hyped but that's the closest thing. and only because of michael keaton (laughs) pretty much (laughs) um okay so there was something i wanted to touch on really quick with the uh spider-man stuff so fuck my brain just emptied theory okay so I'll, i'll try to remember it's not working now it was a theory about what what were we just talking about with spider-man the the villains (laughs) i'm dying here you gotta be shitting me that wasn't even that long ago i know dude like, there was something specifically we were talking about Spider-Man that... Yes, and I've thought about it twice during this podcast. And it's fucking escaped my head twice. <laughs> okay. Give me one second. Oh, okay. I do remember what it was. <laughs> so. Forget. There... Don't forget. <laughs> so, there are two things going on at once right now. So... Even in that opening scene in Spider-Man, you see that Rogers musical billboard. Aaron Rodgers? No, Rogers. Like, Steve Rogers. Oh, okay. Uh, the musical. Rogers the musical. Aaron Rogers is technically Captain America, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Um, and then in the very first episode of Hawkeye, mm-hmm. he goes to the Rogers musical. Oh, okay. So, theory is these are taking place at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that we're going to get the reveal of Charlie Cox on Friday. On the show? Uh-huh. Okay. No, no, no. In the, oh, in the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. And then the following Wednesday, Vincent D'Onofrio. Okay. As Kingpin. That'd be interesting. Just last minute. I haven't heard anybody else say it, so I was like, I want to put that out there. Are you worried that if they do make a Daredevil movie with Charlie Cox, they're going to tone it down? And no. It won't... I will fucking cut somebody. When's Disney? I mean, yeah. I mean, they're still going to make it rated R Deadpool 3, so... And they've already fucking set precedence with the first three seasons and Punisher. You can't change it. If you change it, people would be pissed. Yeah, because that was some of the best shit. If you want to keep it a show and make uh, age limit it on Disney, fine. Because it has to be violent shit like it yeah. is. And-, and I don't even need a movie. Give me another series. Yeah. Where it's just as violent if you don't want to take the risk of releasing a rated R movie. We need to make money. Uh, yeah. So, like, whatever it is, 
I'm fine. But yeah. if you keep him, you better fucking bring back John Barenthal as the Punisher. That for sure you could not tone down. See, <laughs> <sighs> that's the fucked up part is they have twice already. What do you mean? Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, and Thomas Jane. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there was a third one. Yeah, Punisher Wars, and that wasn't toned down at all. That no, was fucking yeah. violent as fuck. <laughs> um, he was the best Punisher that I've seen. I haven't seen the John oh, Berth- dude, Berthold one. It's just watch it. I did see the scene where he's in court, and he's like uh, telling people that I think he's going to stop them from doing what he wants to do. That's and- in Daredevil Season 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's not even from his show. Yeah. Like, Because it was a meme. Dude, his show is so fucking good. Even Eminem came out and praised John Barenthal as Punisher. Like, it's that good. <laughs> like, Eminem just had to fucking give press to it for some fucking reason. I did see the scene where he's going through that hallway in the prison and he's fucking shit up. Season 2 as well. Oh, terrible. okay. Yeah. Um, dude, he's so fucking good in that role. Yeah. Like, that... Going from Walking Dead, that's the only thing I can see him in, is Punisher. So you're saying if he's Punisher again, he could be the Punisher. Yeah. Like, definitive. Yeah, no, he okay. is, in my opinion, he is the Punisher. from oh. like Because he got two seasons in the show, beautifully done. He had his own show, right? Yeah. Okay. On, on Netflix. You can go and watch it. It's fucking very well done. Okay. And honestly, if they're worried about it being too adult, they can keep it on Netflix without licensing it to Netflix. Uh, produce it themselves and then sell it to Netflix. Okay. To where they still have the rights. Yeah, because you cannot make those PG-13. No. I mean, if you bring them into Spider-Man, then obviously. Yeah. But Well, for those moments. Yeah. But Daredevil solo stuff or even Daredevil crossover stuff with Punisher Has needs to be rated on. Yeah. Or at least TVMA. If not, then they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Like, there's no other fucking way to do <laughs> Yeah. All right. So I think we might have... Holy shit. Oh, fuck. We <laughs> might have gone... Uh, almost too far. I think the camera stopped working. Damn, that's fine. We got all the shit we needed for that. Yeah, we did. So. Hopefully, <laughs> I don't know how long it recorded. That's true. Um, <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah. But either way, um, we would like to thank you guys for watching. We are getting very close to what we're calling season two of the Super Thwack Podcast. We have approximately two or three episodes left. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do my best to film a second episode this week because I will be in Vegas the following weekend. Yeah, and then uh, f- yeah. filming the next yeah, couple episodes yeah, after yeah. that will also be interesting due to how closely we're approaching Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, so we will make this work, and then we will have some special announcements coming on that final podcast of the year. Yep, just basic. Um, yeah, just what we're doing moving forward, and we will have a big review of 2021 in a nutshell yeah so um if you don't mind please follow us on instagram twitter facebook make sure to uh follow us on youtube subscribe like and comment on any of the videos that you watch and make sure to follow us on spotify and apple Podcasts. really helps us reach out to other viewers we really appreciate it till next time my name is anthony stevens damian leba and this is the super thwack podcast we'll see you guys next time peace peace